This episode was produced and mixed by Nicola Claussen and Mylan Tatusis, with additional administrative and production support from Daryl Lucero. If you like what we do, please like, subscribe, and share. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Radical Narrative Podcast. If you wish to contact us, our website is www.radicalnarrative.com. Welcome back to Radical Narrative. I'm your host, Mylan Tatusis. Today on the podcast, we're going to be sitting down with two young entrepreneurs based out of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. They make cruelty-free and vegan lip glosses. Listen in as we discuss this side passion project that they have that has basically taken off. They still have main goals of wanting to get their education. However, Noble Lip Gloss is pretty popular internationally and nationally now. Listen in as we discuss what goes into creating a business as young entrepreneurs. And keep in mind, they were high school students when they started this. And again, this passion side project has taken off for them. And I had no idea that lip gloss could potentially freeze in minus 30 weather. So stay tuned and listen in as we discuss trial and error with Noble Lip Gloss. Awesome. Welcome, Miss Simi and Julia, to Radical Narrative. We've been waiting for you two for a while because you two are first and foremost university students who are doing their first year in the pandemic. Um, but that's part of why we wanted to highlight you is because you two are the creators of Noble Lip Gloss. You two create uh, cruelty-free and vegan lip glosses and other products. Um, and it's your passion project. It's your side project. And we sat down as a team and we wanted to highlight entrepreneurs and small businesses that are local, but that are also maintaining an ethical philosophy and you two are doing that with your lip gloss business um, and more importantly we also like we're attracted to the idea that you two are doing this as a side project and we wanted to center that and sort of and you lift you up on this platform and say hey look at this cool model look at these young people actually doing something that's pretty unique and at the same time seeing it through well at the same time having you know educational goals so let's jump into it. I really want you two to first introduce yourself and then we'll talk about your business. Um, my name is Julia. I'm 19 years old. I moved from Mexico for like almost five years ago and I'm currently working at a bakery and as a curate. And I'm also studying at the U of S. And I'm Nisimi. I'm originally from Nigeria, but I've lived in Saskatoon for almost 11 years. And I'm studying at the U of S also. And I'm also a part-time babysitter and nanny. Cool. Yeah. And so you both came together as young friends and basically said, hey, let's make lip gloss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is Noble Lip Gloss? And how did you both come up with that idea to want to create this brand and this business and this product? 
Um, so basically, like we are like a homemade, cruelty-free, and vegan lip gloss business, and our main um focus is to make sure that like your lips don't only look good, but they feel good as well, because we find that really important when it comes to cosmetics. And um, basically, yeah, we we met in grade nine and we we both figured out that we wanted to start businesses and that's how noble lip gloss came to be yeah cool and how did you come up with the name noble lip gloss oh it's kind of funny but um basically um just right when we were still doing our research we were still new to it still just deciding um, how we're even going to get started. I had like walked downstairs to my mom and I was just saying, I don't know what to name this lip gloss business. So we were like just throwing out names and she was watching this movie and it's called Noble Something. But I, I tried looking it up last night and I can't find the name, but it was called Noble Something. And I was, I just thought that would be such a perfect name because noble means someone of like high status and who's brave. And that's how we want our customers to feel when they're wearing our lip gloss. And that's what we want them to, like, that's how we want to be representative. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. that. That's really cool because for me as a young father now, you know, I'm starting to notice um, how things are marketed to females, how things are marketed to um, um, people of color too also. And, and I'm sort of getting critical of it, but at the same time, I kind of wanted to seek out, you know, businesses and models that are more aware and more conscious of not only their market and their demographic, but at the same time, aware and conscious of providing a product that is um, unique. And obviously you're product is unique because it does have that moral backbone of being vegan and cruelty free. And now you're in this space where, you know, your products have taken off and you do have a market and it is a business. Um, So what was it like starting this business and what did you have to go through to actually get where you're at today? Uh, It was such a lengthy process. I think it took us like almost like maybe six months to even get it started. And it was a lot of like trial and error, experimenting with different consistencies, different mixtures, different tubes and packaging. And along with that, doing a lot of research, we spent many long nights researching our ingredients, our products, making sure that they were vegan and cruelty-free. So, yeah. Yeah, so there's this element of having to actually research the products you want to make. But then at the same time, you both were young. You know, you were still in high school starting the business. So how did the community respond to that at first? I definitely, we were young. And I think a lot of people did not take us seriously at first. And I think like a lot of people really surprised that we were even wanting to do this. So it was like, I think, at first it was a shock and that people didn't really believe us. And then after a while, like we, like when people noticed that we were doing a lot better and actually selling out our products, like. Yeah. And Julia, what are your thoughts on, on this whole being a young entrepreneur and starting this business at a very young age? Um, I think again, we would say that people didn't really trust us and they thought that maybe we're young and, we were actually like just taking it as a hobby and actually we were. Yeah. And, and I think that's something to highlight too in our conversation. And we'll talk about it later is that this whole project for you both is a hobby, right? It's the side project. And obviously you're both in school and uh, getting an education also. 
But taking it back into like developing this business and moving forward with it as young entrepreneurs, um, what was the reception to the community? Like, how did the community first respond to that? But secondly, what was like the goal you wanted to achieve in creating this business and ultimately this brand? Um, so, yeah, I think that, um, again, like people didn't trust us because we were young and also just like growing up in like a majority white community. Um, we didn't see people who looked like us, like on magazine covers and on modeling cosmetics. So we think that's very important that we show diversity and like everyone, normal people look like every day, just like what girls of color look like too. Cause I, I think the future, it'd be really important that like more girls, like younger girls are seeing people of color and people that look like them on magazine covers and modeling cosmetics. Yeah, and then you added to that too, where you wanted to create a product that's vegan and cruelty-free, and it is, and all your products are. Um, so why did you choose to do the vegan and cruelty-free products? For us, it was really important uh, because um, we don't see it as much. Well, right now, like we see it more, but before it was like, it's not really normalized using vegan products. And for us, it's really important that we start because as a small community in a local business, when we started, we started seeing like more and more that we're vegan. And for us, it's like, we want everyone to enjoy and be uh, mindful of what we're using. And that was also another thing that stood out to us because we like, we're really conscious of obviously the environment and climate change and, you know, what's going on in the world today. And I find like the younger generation is really critical of that because they're the ones tasked with having to find a solution to that. Right. And we do know that the beauty industry is not necessarily, you know, the, the safest products, the cleanest products politically and economically, um, not necessarily cruelty free. So to see this little um, small business emerge that is centering vegan cruelty free products for everybody, that's also really cool. So we, we decided as a team saying, yeah, let's highlight this uh, dynamic. So it's really cool to see that, too. You both said that you were up late, you know, as, as a young high school students trying to figure out, like, basically being like makeup chemists, right? Trying to figure out, like, how you're going to create this product. What are some things that people may not realize about, you know, making a cosmetic product that is vegan and cruelty free? Um, that there is a lot of work in research and also testing that goes into the products before releasing. It can take almost like a year before releasing. And I would say um, also patience because it was like sometimes you have to understand that it's not, it can go different as you planned it. And you have to understand that it takes a while. And yeah, you have to be ready for like to experiment and for what's going to happen because one day you can go like really good and then the next day you can go different. Yeah. Especially like living in Saskatchewan weather, we had to make sure our lip gloss was compatible with that because we can have really, really hot summers and really cold winters. So we had to make sure, okay, is our lip gloss going to freeze in the winter? Is our lip gloss going to melt in the summer? So we had to also do that. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I never would have figured that. Like I never would have figured that like lip gloss, your lip gloss could freeze in the, in the winter while you're wearing it, I assume, right? Right. So you had to actually do like product testing in in the winter minus 30. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like highlight 
Um, I know your product's amazing and I know it's, it, it's doing what it's, it's doing. Um, but with that process, was there any challenges you had to overcome? Like any little side stories of where, you know, something may have just like fell apart or like literally blew up in your face and you had to go back to the drawing board? Maybe like sometimes when we're like uh, making our lip gloss and like sometimes we would do like different colors because we work together and like sometimes one of us would put like more into one of them and then it would look completely different and then it was like oh my god like now we have to start all over again because like it took us a while to yeah (laughs) to get the right colors Colors, yeah yeah. definitely with the vegan cruelty free lip gloss and and how did how does material and ingredient sourcing look for noble lip gloss like how do you go about finding that um the materials you need for your product um, so yeah, we, so we first found our vendor who lives in the States and like, it took such a long time to even find that vendor. Cause we've had to make sure that they were vegan and cruelty free. And, um, so that was the first step because we did go through a lot of trial and errors with finding good vendors because we needed a reasonable price as well. Um, so we're grateful for them. And also we, with our mica powders and our lip, our oils and our pigments and flavorings, we all, we get them from small businesses from Etsy and yeah, Etsy or Amazon. Yeah. Cool. And then, yeah, I guess that's a good point to highlight is that, uh, your business is called Noble Lip Gloss, but you also do other, offer other products. Right. Right. Yeah, we offer like hair products and lip products. And during the summer last year, we had body glitters. Yeah. So a question for from the like young entrepreneurship perspective, because like I'm, I'm from the indigenous community, um, obviously Plains Cree Nakoda from Treaty 6 territory. And there's this big push from like the younger generation to try and figure out a way to survive. And a lot of young people are getting into entrepreneurship and, and sort of like business mode. And, and part of me is like, well, I want to highlight ethical businesses. I want to highlight um, like I don't want to be a dictator and say yes or no to certain things. But I, I, I what I want to do is highlight like businesses that do have like this moral approach, which Noble Lip Gloss obviously has. How did you find people to support you? And was there anyone who supported your goal or dreams to make Noble Lip Gloss a reality? It was definitely our families. Like both of our families were really helpful and they believe in us uh, before anyone else. And I think that's like what helped us. And I think also just like even random like customers that we would get, like how big of supporters they were and we didn't even know them that was also really helpful yeah because sometimes i feel like when it comes to business or people want to start a business they're, they're going for like sort of like a multi-millionaire type approach right wanting to be the big shot but really what was stood out with noble lip gloss is that and like you just said it, it seems like it was fostered through friendship it was fostered through growing up together observing the beauty industry and saying hey my i'm not represented in this so how do we create change and then bringing your family into that project together to sort of you know create this business that has a very cool approach mm-hmm. right um, so tell me one positive memory you have of starting this venture. Like, are there any aha moments? Definitely when we had 
like our photo shoot with photo yxc she's an amazing photographer definitely everyone should check her out but like during that time like that was our very first photo shoot we actually felt like a business and it was so cool seeing our models and they were all diverse and that's exactly like she brought our visions into reality which it was really like it was unbelievable and just like how much like um I would say the traffic we even got from that photo shoot was amazing and also I feel like the people that were in the photo shoot they were really nice about it and they were really excited to try it and like even weeks after it happened they were really supportive and they kept like mentioning our lip gloss and then they would even send us messages about saying like how they really were helpful for them. So you said the the photo shoot with Photo YXC really got a lot of traffic to your business going. So who do you consider your audience or your market and demographic to be? I would say it's for anyone. Uh, We don't target it towards one group. At, At first, it was towards our family or close friends and acquaintances in high school. But now we get customers from all types of different countries and Literally, it's for anyone who needs it. Like, we don't target, like, try and put it towards one person because I've heard, like, it works, like, with males, females, anybody, really. Yeah, there's even my dad. He's, like, asking me if I can make one for him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely make the dad version. I would definitely buy that one. Yeah. So what was Noble Lip, what has Noble Lip Class taught you since filling your first order? Like, what are the lessons that you've acquired along the way? Um, I would say that we always have to take it as a hobby and always have fun and know that, um, yeah, it's a business. Because sometimes it can get really stressful and with school, work and keeping up with their page and orders. Because sometimes it can be like many of them and then... Mm-hmm. Also, like communication, we have to be like um, communicate, but always uh, take breaks and make sure that you're like enjoying it and more than like, oh, I want to be like a millionaire business. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. And I feel that needs to be fostered too, right? Because I feel like sometimes some people get too stressed out over trying to figure it out. And I really want like young people to enjoy life, obviously. And, and like you said, it's, it's, it's a side project, it sounds like, but it's also doing really good for both of you. Right, right. And then so building off that, are there, is there any specific advice you would tell other young entrepreneurs if you could give them one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I'm going to say it's one, but I'm going to kind of like it's going to kind of be two. But um, make sure you just do your research, like know what you're talking about, know what you're selling, know what you're providing. Like you have to like be top of your game, know what you're talking about, because then like I think just down the line, it really does get like tricky if you don't really know what you're talking about, what you're trying to sell and why you're promoting this. It like it gets a little bit. Um, I guess like just hard, but I think definitely just do your research and also um, promote yourself wherever you can, like even in stores, when you meet new people on Instagram, like don't be scared to let people know that you have a business because you really never know who you're going to meet. Yeah, totally. One thing that stands out too, just to build off what you said with Noble Lip Gloss is that 
what I'm hearing from you and what I'm observing is that quality is really important. Like quality is obviously important in your product. It's obviously important in, in your business model in general, but it's, it's not just like a type of winging it discourse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we definitely think quality is number one priority that what matters most is definitely quality over quantity. Like even like in the beginning, we did lose like a lot of money, but it all became worth it because we just wanted to make sure that our customers really enjoyed our products and that like they actually worked for them because this it wouldn't be the same. Like we wouldn't be noble lip gloss really if we didn't like people's lips weren't getting better from our lip gloss or weren't working. And yeah, we just really, we wanted to make sure that our products worked for people. Yeah. And you took that concept and ran with it and it is working and people like it. Um, So what's your plans for your business? Like what what are the next steps for you two to take in terms of noble lip gloss? Oh, um, we're planning on, um, just we're remodeling our whole business very soon and that we're going to just do um we really want to do get into bath products and skincare so that's something that's coming up soon and we're still in the works of it but yeah we want everyone to keep an eye out for that also we're having a giveaway soon yeah 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 so like a giveaway on your social media platforms and things like that yeah yeah yeah, so I'll also link up your social media to the show notes so people can dive in and look at your social media and get in on those giveaways and things that you're doing. Um, so with Noble Lip Gloss, what was, what, are there any like influencers or artists or anybody that inspired your creative process of why you chose to create Noble Lip Gloss and create the products you're creating? Um, oh, definitely. I think, um, though she's kind of controversial, I'd say Kylie Jenner is one of them because she was able to make a whole almost empire off of just selling lipsticks. And that was like very impressive. And also I would say um, Rihanna too, just she's been so diverse. She changed the makeup game with her diversity, making sure that it didn't only fit one group of people because for a very long time in the cosmetics industry, it was only catered to a certain range, but Rihanna really expanded that. And I think that's what we really, we would want to get to that level someday. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool because those are also mainstream figures, right? And sometimes some people will just have the perception of, you know, the mainstream portrayal of how Rihanna and Kylie Jenner are portrayed. But you're talking to the backstory. You're talking to, like, what they're actually presented and portrayed to you as as a young female growing up. And it was more so that, you know, system-changing business aspect to everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So both of you highlighted how sometimes there could be stress involved in this and that, you know, you have to do your product testing and that takes over a year sometimes. So in this whole process, how do you both show yourself self-care? Um, I think just definitely because we had to also realize that we were high school students. Like we couldn't put as much as we wanted to we couldn't put all our time and energy into it. So we did take breaks when we needed to and stopped working or stopped posting when we needed to and I think definitely now when we were in university like we had to stop posting and stop selling for a bit because it did get quite overwhelming but then yeah after once we're like done school and we've been like 
trying to build up back again, build up again. And yeah, that's how we really show self-care, just taking breaks when we really need to. Yeah, nice. Because you're first and foremost students. And that's what's amazing about it is that it is sort of the, the side project. And you've both been students through this whole business model and approach. And you both are also pandemic students, right? Your first year at university <laughs> was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's been a really different experience. Yeah. But I mean, your business is afloat, right? So ideally, you know, everything's working out for you on that front. And then you did get through your first semester, your first year. So that's good. Yeah. 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 So both of you speaking from everything you know now and the experience you've gained over the years, if you could turn back time and talk to yourself in that grade nine class when you first met or even in the careers class in grade 11, what would you tell yourselves? For me, it would be like the number one being patient again, um, remembering to go step by step and to not rush every, everything. Yeah. And I think for me is just like take more chances because I really did like Noble Lip Gloss definitely was a chance we both took. And without taking that one chance, like we wouldn't be where we are today. And coming from that like position of clarity now, what, what what's the most important thing you've learned in your life in this whole process? Um, again, I would say take chances, like because um, even how Noble Lip Gloss really kickstarted was that a family friend told me, like, because I had just expressed to him that, like, oh, I'm thinking about starting a lip gloss business, but probably not now, like in a couple of years. And then he was just saying that, like, you should just do it now. Like, you really don't have money to lose or much to lose instead of, say, you're 40 with two kids and then you have money to lose and that you have to um consider them but right now I can, it's just me and I don't have too much to lose because I'm still young I would say also don't be afraid of um uh, doing what you want to do and be open to try new things because you never know if it can work out like really good for you and how Missy may say like it's better to try now than when it's too late. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. That's cool. That's cool. And you both are doing it, right? You both made the jump into starting this lip gloss business and getting your products out there, getting the brand out there. And yeah, now you're like sort of observing and being like, yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> that was cool. And then now you have this clarity and this insight, which I think is really important to share, especially to young people who are trying to navigate, you know, the changing world that we're in. Yeah. De- yeah, definitely. I agree. And I guess an extension of that is that you are centering people of color in your brand, in your business, and in your mission. And that's really cool to see, too. And, and, and it is for everybody, too. Yeah, definitely. We, we're very, we, we really, like, from the beginning, we are like, we really want this to be diverse. And people of all ages, all races different genders like that's what we want to represent yeah and i guess a personal question for both of you um, because you are these young entrepreneurs you do have this cool little business model that's taking off and you are you know students who do want to get your degrees and things like that but let's center and have a conversation about uh you two like who are you just in terms of like what brings you joy i would say for me it's my cats my dogs and my family is like, like one of the most and I also enjoy music. I love dancing and singing all day long. <laughs> <laughs> 
And for me, I would say plants. Um, I love plants so much and I love shopping and I'm really big into fashion. So I sew a lot and definitely my family, they've been the biggest support. Yeah, that's cool. And and I guess like for both of you too, like if you could remove all barriers and constraints to your business model and what you want to do, um, what is the most ideal project or the ideal next step you wish you could take? I think we would open a boutique. Yeah. Yeah, that would be like a dream for us. Yeah, definitely. Like from the beginning, like we even every time we see like a empty building for lease, we're like, oh, we can see Noble Lip Gloss here. Like that would be amazing mm-hmm. if we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool to see. Um, I want to take it back to like education. What are some of the goals you have in terms of your degrees and, and what you're hoping to do with the world? Because again, you know, Noble Lip Gloss is your hobby business, your side project, your passion project. So let's tie it back into university. What are you doing and taking? Um, for me, I, I want to go into nursing. And I think I... I think Noble Lip Gloss actually helped me because um, for a long time I was really interested in nursing, but since I just came to Canada, well, it was five years ago, but it was, I wasn't confident. I was like, maybe it's going to be too hard for me and then I'll have to do everything in English. But then Noble Lip Gloss made me be confident and it made me realize that I can do anything that I put my mind into. So yeah, hopefully I'll going to the college nursing yeah and my plan right now is to go into medicine I'm very I'm very much like going with the flow type person but for now it's medicine because my dad is a physician so he's really been a big support on that and I really want to help people who have needs to be fixed and yeah that's amazing. Like that, that, that stands out to me because both of you started this business and it's sort of your high pro, uh, your side project. And I could hear that your heart's in it and that, you know, you're, you're invested in it, but at the same time, you still have these lofty goals that you're going to reach that you're striving to reach. Right. And it's just like, it's, it's pretty cool to hear because sometimes I hear horror stories of people going 100% entrepreneurship to the point of like grind or die type thing. And it's refreshing to hear how you have this, you know, take on your business model and your product of saying, yeah, we do it. It's working and we're going to reach our dreams. Yeah, we're very big on education still like and always have a plan B. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or highlight? Um, um that yeah just basically that we're remodeling soon and that just watch out for new products and we're gonna have lots of sales and collabs to different businesses so and our giveaway that's coming up so definitely keep your eyes out yeah we definitely will um any shout outs you want to give oh um so snack a lot foods Chic Picnic YXC, Honey Crumble YXC, and Slade to Date. They are amazing Black women in business and they are so talented. I 100% recommend them. They, they work so hard and they're amazing. Nice. I like how we're like branching out into the extended community now. Um, and yeah, that sounds like some amazing products. We're going to link those up in the show notes so people can see them and explore them um, and hopefully get their hands on them. Uh, what about you two? How do people get a hold of you and find Noble Lip Gloss? They can find us on Instagram uh, by Noble Lip Gloss. 
and we have a website but we're still remodeling it mm -hmm. so but if they have any questions or still want to purchase they can send us a direct message Great. Awesome. Well, thank you both for your time and doing this episode. I really wanted to highlight the work you both are doing and your unique business model and these goals that you have and you're both working to achieve. Thank you so much. You are so happy to be on here. This opportunity is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Miss Me and Julia, for your time. I appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Thank you. you. See ya.